Stalingrad, Russia, September 16th, 1942. With the Volga River cut to the north, the German 6th Army was now attempting to capture Stalingrad itself. By the middle of September, they were positioned to slice the city in two at its center. Wehrmacht had advanced to within 100 meters of the Volga, squeezing the Russians onto the river's bank. One of the most dominant terrain features was a large grassy hill known as the Lamayev Gorgon, 330 feet high, which commanded a fine view of the city center. The Germans had captured all but a small part of this hill by the 15th. At dawn on the 16th, after ferrying across the Volga, as the Germans reinforced the hill, General Radomstiff's 42nd Guards counterattacked in an effort to take the Lamayev Gorgon back. In AP 44, the Burial Mound. Alright everybody, we're here with a special ASL Extra episode featuring AP44, The Burial Mound. We're going to have Rich Spokey over here in a few minutes to offer some neutral commentary. And it will be Mike Stubitz versus me, Dave Kleinschmidt, playing AP44 from the new Action Pack. Is that five? Action Pack five now? Well, anyway, um, they'll be here in a little bit. We're going to roll for sides, so I don't even know what side I'm playing. But one thing we can do is take a look at the card. We see victory conditions. The Germans win at game end if there are no unbroken non-crew Russian multi-man counters at level 3. The boards are 56, 57, and 58. The configuration has 56 on the left, upside down, 58 in the center, right side up, and that's the huge hill board, and 57 on the right, upside down. North is straight up. The scenario is seven and a half turns. The Germans move first, so they will get a last-ditch effort to break those Russians. The Russians will not be able to have the last move to retake the hilltop, level three. The Russians set up first then in the Russian order of battle. There are elements of the 10th NKVD Rifle Division, ELR of three, setting up on hill hexes on or south of hex row Q. Their sniper numbers three, and so is the German, so that's equal. Also setting up on board 57, there are two AA guns for the Russians. Don't see those very often. Entering turn one along the east edge, that's board 57, are the six four five eights and six five five sevens, two nine nine one liters and a seven zero. A dismantled heavy machine gun. That's a 50 cal. Yes, a 50 cal. And two light machine guns and a dismantled 50 millimeter mortar. Oh, I forgot to mention the setting up on the hill on our south of Q. Also, were four trenches, uh, three 447s, four, four a two three seven half squad, an eight neg one, a medium machine gun, and a 50 millimeter mortar. And then the four trench counters setting up on the hill with those AA guns over on board 57, and then the elements of the reinforcements coming in on the east edge. The German order of battle are five five six sevens, a 9-neg-1, a light machine gun, and a 50 mortar. Those will set up on board 58. 
that's the center hill board, greater than two hexes from all non-initial-placed Russian units. Entering along the west edge of reinforcements on turn one there, two four six eights and three four six sevens, an eight and egg one, a dismantled medium and a light machine gun. Entering on turn two along the west edge, that's board fifty six also, two four six eights and five four six sevens, so that's seven squads with a nine neg two and an eight oh, a dismantled heavy machine gun and a dismantled 50mm mortar. Environmental conditions, special rules here at the bottom are no wind at start. There's a plus one pre-dawn low visibility hindrance existing at all ranges during turns one to three. On turn four, special rule two, the Germans receive air support with two Stukas with bombs. And the Russians, special rule three, Receive one module of 70 OBA, high explosives or smoke, directed by an off-board observer at level 3 from one east edge hex, secretly recorded prior to setup. That's what the scenario looks like. So it could be very interesting with uh, some air support, rather unusual, some OBA, a lot of light mortars and a lot of machine guns, and then those two AA guns coming into play here. All right, well, they've arrived, Rich and uh, Mike Stubitz, and Mike's upstairs now, and Mike and I rolled the dice, and I ended up with the Russians, and so I should have went ahead and set up a defense earlier in the day, but I'll do so now. I looked at it briefly. Um, Rich is going to be sitting here quietly, and he's saying it's going to be hard for him not to comment while I'm doing things, but he's taking notes, and he'll give the commentary once I leave about what I did wrong or what I may have done right. And the first thing I observe is I need to hold that level 3 hill, and I set up south of Q. So I think I'm going ahead and putting the trenches up there. Also, I know the Germans are coming on uh, also on that west edge over there. We've turned the board, so I am now sitting on the east edge, and Mike will sit on the west edge, since my reinforcements enter from the east and his come out from the west. So at least a trench maybe in X5, I'll throw one in X -dub or W5, X5, maybe V4? You might want to point out those are all level 3. Oh yeah, Rich is saying we wanted to be more specific in our descriptions for our listener who listens in the car, a couple of you. So these are the level 3 hexes. So I'm going right on to those level 3 hexes. And I like, uh, well, why not Y5? And then leaving X4 as a spot to maybe move to to rally in. W3. Um, yeah, I'm just going to well, maybe I'll move Y5 to U4. Although I have to remember, he's setting up anywhere on this board. So maybe if I make a hedgehoggy kind of thing and go in X4 now with the trench. So I'm in X4, X5, W5, and V4. Then I have limited troops to put out there to start with, so let's drop a squad on that level 3 in X5, W5, V4, and... 
the medium and W5. Does he have the best field of fire? Well, yeah, it's just so hard to tell where he's going to come on right now, where he's going to put up his on-start troops. I have no idea. So you, it's, it becomes real hard to guess. But X5 juts out a little bit further than Y5 or W5, so maybe the gun should go there, the heavy, the medium machine gun. The, I'll pull a squad out of W5 and put it back over into X4 up there on that level and put the half squad in the trench with the mortar. Uh, just for fun. The 8 neg 1, I like to always start them with the medium. Machine gun and X5. And that's what I got left to look at it are the two AA guns, which go on 57, not 58, as Richard reminded me. P probably grain, my thinking is grain, or brush, or do I want them closer? 57. They're not going to be able to help much with the defense down here. There's no hills that I'm missing on 57, so they're not going to help stop a German assault up the other side. Can they be placed where they can be moved? They can be manhandled. They're probably going to be pretty busy with the Stukas. Manhandle them up a hill? Well, maybe put them close to the board. So how about G1, hidden in G1 on 57. And maybe if Rich sets up on my side closer to 57, I'll be able to get some shots at his at start Germans. But I don't think he'll do that. And then what about putting another gun in? Well, you want to kind of avoid blind hexes too. Um... I'm going to put it back in F1 instead of G1. Oh, my! I forgot my OBA. Rich just reminded me quietly about the OBA guy. Yeah, he's got a setup at level 3 from an east edge hex. Level 3. So he'll get a, a line of sight across the hilltop. He's not going to be able to get a line of sight on that other side of the hill either on that western side of the hill maybe if we put him in B10 and Mike attacks strangely around hex DD9 on board 58 might get a big old shot at him but I guess the purpose of the OBA it's got smoke and high explosives might be to shield my force or s slow his movement or I don't know what. It'll be interesting to play this back tonight and hear what Rich is going to say about it. <laughs> what he would do. And then at the end of the game, well, we'll talk uh, and see what, what Mike was thinking he would have done with it. And I'm going to put the observer in Q10. I'm hoping he can see into this. Maybe Mike will come up the, the gully around T6, T5 on board 58, and then the observer might be able to pick them off there 
on the um, between the two level three hills on the board. My other AA gun, I'm going to just drop it in N2, oh, just because, and have it set up pointing toward O1. Uh, Rich calls it point one off of a sniper um, counter. So, okay, better or worse, that's what I got. And no matter what happens, I still have 12 Russian counters sweeping onto the board, racing Mike to the hilltop. So I'm going to stop now and let Mike come down and talk about, well, Rich will talk first about my um, what I had done. Okay, this is Rich Spilkey. I've looked at uh, Dave's setup here, and I was studying the scenario earlier in the day to get familiar with it. And I would say that his his setup is is fine. You know, you definitely want to be on level three as he is. You definitely want to spread your troops out into the trenches, which he's done. You definitely want your medium machine gun and mortar to have a good clean of fire, clean field of fire, which he's done. However, there is one major major concern I have that. I don't know if Michael exploited or not. We'll see. But he did not replace his 8 negative 1 leader, Russian leader, with a 10 10 uh, commissar, which he is allowed to do because it is uh, September 1942. And I believe the rules say that uh, October 42 is the deadline for exercising that, uh, that switch. And that's key. I mean, you want to rally your Russians back quickly. And if that 8 negative 1 gets broken, or even if any of the squads get broken, it's going to be a lot harder for the 8 negative 1 to rally back the troops, especially since the German can pretty much set up anywhere he wants and kind of surround the uh, the Russian right off the bat and, you know, prevent routing and so forth. So I would have definitely put the 10-0 the uh, in the trench that's in the woods hex in W5, you know, which is, you know, again, on the level 3 area, but, you know, you want everyone to route towards the woods and get that commissar kicking them back into play. So I'm concerned about that. The uh, anti-aircraft guns are probably okay. Uh, I don't think Dave gave it a lot of thought. You know, it isn't bad, but he, he might have considered, uh, you know, that it's possible that the German might set up on, you know, or in such a way that he could, you know, shoot, uh, get his Russians from the east side, in which case you want to have those anti aircraft guns come on board immediately and start firing away at the German because it really doesn't uh, it isn't going to stop the Stukas at all or help the Stukas in any way knowing where the anti-aircraft guns are I mean he's going to be attacking with the Stukas no matter what and you know if he wants to go after the anti-aircraft guns with the Stukas I guess that's that'd be fine by me if I were the Russian so uh, he might have you know thought about lines of sight to the hill a little better his observer in Q10 that's not bad it's right in the middle he could go either way. He might want to throw smoke with that. It's rare that the Russian gets to use OBA smoke. This is a, you know, one of those scenarios where it lets you, lets you do that. And he might want to use that to cover his own Russian reinforcements to make sure they get onto the hill safely. I don't know if he's thinking about that or not, but he can certainly do that with where he's put his uh, OBA observer. But I think I would have moved the OBA observer more at around B10 on board 57. Again, more further south to cover that side of the hill where it's likely the Russians, or pardon me, where the Germans are going to attack from on that flank. But, you know, I could be wrong. We'll see. All right, so that's enough from me. I'll turn it over to, to Mike. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike Stubitz, and I'm playing the German in the burial ground, AP-44. It's one of the uh, open scenarios. Time of it uh, with the opening setup, uh, deciding whether to 
set the initial placement guys on the level 3 terrain on board 58 or to attack um, the level 3 uh, hill U, U4 to Y5. The Russians have set up on that side. Uh, I placed uh, first line squad in 58 DD5, a half squad and a full squad in 58 AA7, the 9-1 leader light machine gun and a first line squad in 58 X8, a full squad in 58R5, the mortar and half squad in 58L5. My thinking is to uh, prep fire first, um, encircling, encircling fire on his 8-1 and probably a full squad or whatever uh, that is in 58X5. Uh, lay some fire down, get my first turn reinforcements coming on to um, move towards the northern half of the level 3 hexes on board 58. Uh, with that, I'm kind of spread out and I'm not con I'm not consolidated enough I think but we'll we'll try this. Uh, I've got the two the half squad and the full squad and AA7 depending on what um, he, he's going to do the advancing and try to uh, get into close combat or close enough up to, up the hill and uh, put some pressure on up there on the that Russian hilltop. Uh, with that, I, I think I'll leave it at that and see you after the first turn. Thank you. Okay, this is Rich Spilkey back uh, taking a look at Mike Stubitz's setup. And um, I admire his uh, attempt to try to encircle the 8 negative 1 and that's normally a very good idea to uh, lower their morale by one and make them have to add plus one to all fire coming out of the hex that would normally be an awesome strategy however I'm afraid that Mike might have overlooked that there is an orchard hex in hex Z5 which is going to make his squad in the woods in DD5 uh, unable to see the 8 negative one and the squad beneath it with the medium machine gun so I'm just concerned that uh, he's not going to be able to succeed in encircling the 8 negative 1 like he hoped to on the opening move. And uh, I'm afraid that might be the case. The other thing that I, uh, I'm not sure about is uh, it's good that he put some units in, in the woods. Or is that an orchard? No, that's a woods in AA7 because that woods is out of the line of sight of Dave's mortar. And of course we know that mortars do a lot more damage in woods versus units in woods. And so that's good that it's safe from that and it still gets the plus one protection however I would have put you know I really think I would have put three squads and the nine negative one leader right there and just blasted that trench location with the medium machine gun I mean you'd be hitting it with a 12 I guess it would be plus two altogether with the LV hindrance and the nine negative one leader 
directing altogether, 12 plus 2 is a pretty good shot to start off the game on his most powerful unit. And again, if you break that 8, negative 1, and you break that medium machine gun, or if you can at least, uh, you know, I guess the 8, negative 1 is key. You knock that leader out, and he's got no one to rally his units at this point in the game. So that's what I would have done. You know, granted, if you roll too high, you know, that's the way it goes in squad leader. But the way he's spread out, the way Mike is spread out, I'm afraid it's going to be kind of ineffectual. None of these units are going to have to have more than a 4 plus 3 shot with the LV hindrance. And, uh, you know, I'm concerned he's a bit too spread out, and he's not defending the other, the northern part of the hill, uh, which is going to not be able to stop the Russian reinforcements from coming on right up that road. There's nobody over there to stop him. So I'm just a little concerned. But uh, we'll see how it plays out. Thanks. All right, we're looking at the end of turn two, and it's taken a little while, but we've got uh, the Russians have some squads. They're all on board 58 now, the center board. So I'm looking at three first lines and CC1, one of whom got his concealment roll, because the Germans are all on the other side of the hill yet. So it was wide open run on this eastern edge of the game board as the Russian reinforcements came in. On Z3, a level 1 hill coming up the back of that. Uh, up two hexes away from those level 3 hills that he needs, I've got three elite 458s and two lights and a leader. Some of those concealed that made their rolls. The uh, third stack that ran on is in V3. They're up to the second level. It is also three elites, 458s. Uh, looks like a dismantled mortar and a dismantled mortar. One of those is supposed to be the heavy, I think, but we'll check that. Do I have two dismantled mortars there? One's a heavy. Well, you're Russian. Yeah, one's the heavy. Did it flip over? Yeah, it flipped over. And we're looking at I advanced a squad of 447 from the original trench in V. Four, level 3 trench to U5 and then into T5 gully so I'm kind of pushing forward to see if he comes up the gully and hit him of course I'm forgetting I was going to lay my OBA in there whoops oh well and I advanced the mortar to X5 with the heavy the medium and the 991 leader who was there originally and W5 has a 447 in it right now I, I broke a few squads they went back they came back up for the end game, I think um, oh, other other Russian units. I'm sorry, K3 in the brush. I have three first line squads and a 7-0 over there to just kind of distract them and hold them off. Oh, what the heck? Put some dudes up on level three over there and make them come to both of those areas that have level three hills and take them both. Um, Mike did move a squad into Z4, which was a second level hill on my side of the hill. So my AA gun opened up, broke him, he routed back. Currently Mike has two squads broken in AA-7. It's a little woods hex on his side of the hill and south side of the hill. Uh, the, I had a sniper wound his leader, but I think I'm just giving my dispositions right now. Otherwise I think Mike sprung a, a little bit of a too premature attack on my position. However, had he made a couple morale rolls, he'd be in close combat, and he might have some dudes in the trenches. Hard to say. They'd be hard-pressed to keep off the oncoming Russians, though. We'll see what he says and then what Rich says about it. 
So my goal is to have my FFV2 over on L4 on the woods on the northern hump of the 3-hex hill. And I managed to break his mortar dude in M4. So that's out. But our two light mortars weren't doing much anyway. And there's some block line of sights that Rich helped us see. He'll tell you about that. And my goal probably is to obviously hold this southern hill clump of th level 3 hexes. Maybe get that OBA between the two or use it to fend off his assault on the northern half of that hill. I'll sign out. Here is Mike Stubitz. Okay, we're at the end of turn two, starting turn three. Uh, my plan didn't work out too well. I'll tell you where I'm at. Uh, I have one full squad and 58 P5. A DM'd half squad with uh, that dropped the motor mortar at 58 M4. I have an 8-1 leader dismantled medium machine gun, two first-line squads and an elite squad in 58B7, a full squad at 57P9, a full squad and a light at 58R9, a wounded 9-1 leader, a DM'd first-line squad with a light in 58X9, a DM, first line squad, and a broken first line squad in 58AA7, full squad in 56, that's a first line squad in 56Y7, uh, an 80 liter, and a first line squad in 56R8, a half squad with a dismantled mortar in 56R6, full elite squad in 56P6, a elite squad and a 9-2 leader in 56G7, a full squad in 56E6, and a First line squad, a first line half squad with a D dismantled heavy machine gun in 56 D6. Um, my plan didn't work out too well. I tried to encircle the 8 1 leader and with a squad and a medium machine gun that are sit sitting on the hilltop on 58. X7, um, but as Rich correct, corrected uh, that uh, they were didn't really have line of sight to that hex. Um, barring that, I kind of uh, botched the attack uh, that I had on that side, south end of that hill, uh, and, and I tried to um, assault the hill piecemeal um, but my plan is to try to keep keep on the push maybe uh, with the help of the air support I might uh, as it looks now it doesn't look too good for the German 
Uh, other than that, uh, we're going to keep pushing. Okay, this is Rich Spilkey at the end of turn two. Uh, I listened into both, both what Dave and Mike said. And I think the key thing that we can take away from what's happened here, and I'd like to point the perhaps the beginning players that are listening to this, to Rule B10.1. Rule B10.1 talks about when you have uh, terrain such as orchard and so forth in a hill hex where you have both a level 1 and a level 2 or a mixture of hill levels. And it clearly says that the orchard is considered to be at the higher level. It very clearly says that in Rule B10.1. And that's the key to this, the situation that uh, we're, you know we have had at the beginning, where you know Mike felt like he was going to be encircling these guys with these shots, and he really didn't have line of sight in a couple of the cases. So that's a concern that we corrected. Uh, Mike did have a very fortunate shot. He rolled a three on the Russian leader and the Russian medium machine gun, and the leader did not break, but the squad did. And so he had a great opportunity that, with that fortunate roll, but again, he was so spread out that he couldn't exploit it or advance closer, and I think he began to realize when he was taking all the four plus three shots that weren't getting him anywhere, and then he started moving his squads and half squads, and then taking, in one case, he took a 16 minus two shot, which KIA'd one of his units, and, um, you know, I think he perhaps was a little frustrated, so... It was tough, and uh, again, the setup was key. He still has a chance, though. He was very fortunate because the one good thing that went Mike's way was that on one of the shots that the anti-aircraft gun made, it rolled a 12. So assuming that Dave is not fortunate in repairing that, that's one less uh, gun shooting at the Stukas, which will be coming on in a couple turns. And so, you know, Mike is going to have to do really well with the Stukas to... Uh, to get in there. Now, on the Russian side, not a whole lot of uh, corrective advice I can give. I think, you know, Dave played pretty well and pretty conservatively and just reacted to some of the good shots that Mike was able to give him. He might have moved up his concealed squad a little sooner to recover the medium machine gun. It did pay off for him because he was able to self-rally the broken squad with a, with a fortunate roll. And so, I guess it hasn't hurt him in the long run, but it might have if he wouldn't have been fortunate to roll that and to recover the medium machine gun uh, shortly thereafter. So, uh, those are the main points I wanted to make. And, I, I, you know, I think Mike does still have a chance here, but he's going to... His Stukas are going to have to do something pretty good, and they don't come on until, you know, not next turn, but the turn after. So, let's uh, see how it goes. All right, it's the end of turn four, and I think we're calling it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are. Everyone's in agreement. Um, it's, it's we still could play for an hour, but the situation is, and I'll I'll go ahead and run it down for people who are following. We don't think um, Rich was saying. Rich, go ahead. What do you think about putting this up on the air? Well, I guess we we did put the effort into it, and so it's probably worthwhile. But it really was um, pretty tough on the German, and things really didn't go their way, and you know one bad thing led to another. It seems so. So it was pretty tough. So well, Rich was I, I, Rich was thinking it was not be good to put up because there's no good fun finish. But my point is, of course, let's go see what went so bad, <laughs> and we we all can learn from that. Mike, uh, well, why don't I run down the Russian first? Go for it. Uh, there's at the end of the game, there's a that AA gun had gotten broken on boxcars, and it, then 
uh, was disabled in the repair. So on F1, I got a crew. There's um, a 447 and AA5 back on board, 58 on the second level hill. XY4, we ended up with two 447s concealed. That, both those two last are board 58. 58. There's a Y5, there's a 458 concealed. He's up on the third level. Still an X5. Ends up being uh, a mortar with a half. He advanced in there at some point. A 447 with a medium. The 8-neg-1 leader. And then a broken guy with a light that I had brought up as reinforcements to Y6. And Mike managed to pick him off from somewhere over around the P5 area. Or, you know, whatever had a line of sight there. In X4... There's the trench with a 458, a light machine gun, and a 9-neg-1 concealed. In the trench, W5, there's a 458, not concealed. In hex V5, in the trench, 458, the, the 50 cal machine gun reinforcement, a 458 with a mortar, small mortar, and a 9-neg-1 who had prepped and were pinned due to a Stuka, but we'll get to that in a minute. U5, has a 447 and T5, a 447 concealed now in that gully. And I managed to get up on the northern hill also. M4 has a 447 with a captured German mortar, which was eliminated by an OBA. The owner was eliminated by OBA. A 7-0 Russian leader, and uh, they had prepped somewhere at, at 05 and broke a German in there. Um... L3, level 3 hill in the northern sector, 447 concealed, and L4, 447, who had prepped adjacent at L5, and Mike managed to get some Germans in there. Uh, L5, two half squads, one's broken, one's not. The German, H6 has a 4, on 58, H6 has a 467, G10 has a broken squad, a DM, MMG, and a leader broken. J6 has a 468. J7 has a 467. L7 has an 80 leader. Mike brought in to N10 on board 58, a half squad with a mortar, which actually was laying up some good fire way up into X5. So that's a nice line of sight for you people to think about if you play this game. We have uh, German... Broken half squad now, or full squad in W10 with a light. A wounded leader, X10. Uh, and then in Y7, a 467, 468, 9 neg 2 concealed. A DM half squad in AA7. And BB7 has a half squad. And a heavy dismantled concealed and a 467 full squad. All in BB7. So, who wants to talk? Well, we came down to this uh, uh, turn four, and basically the last hope I had was the two Stukas, uh, and uh, I failed a task check on that First attack one. Uh, against the stack at 58x5. Yep. And then I, I went for an easier uh, sh target at uh, 58Y or V4 that uh, I, I passed the task check but the bomb 
failed to make the hit. Yeah, so. totally missed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, even I was disappointed. <laughs> and he would he would have destroyed my fifty cal, a mortar, two squads, and a nine one. And mm-hmm. when he missed it, I was kind of like, well, dang, because I know that these Stuka four firepower machine guns, even in a strafing run, that's not going to be that good, is right, it? Right, right. The bombs are what basically too. Even even if if I would have got that hit and did some damage. Uh, it would have been an uphill battle, uphill struggle. Uphill, literally or yes. figuratively? Both, both. A little each. <laughs> I would say, Dave, that one good thing that you did do is you concentrated your defense. And it was self-supporting. I mean, you are standing like a rock on the southern part of the hill. It does look really, really good. And even Sorry. even on the northern part of the hill, mm-hmm. you've got a pretty solid defense there. You know, self-supporting with leadership to back it up. And you know you got to cut like a knife to get through there, right. and you got to. And well, see that too. I, let me comment a little bit at, at the beginning of the game. I was kind of indecisive of really what I wanted to do, whether the initial uh, force I had set up to concentrate on the southern part of the hill or to s- set up on the northern part to kind of like you know. Uh, keep you off the northern half and then have my reinforcements come in and concentrate on the southern half of the of the uh the hill on board 58 but in in doing that i kind of my attack was piecemeal and my squads were just getting uh you know uh, cut down quite efficiently by dave you know i would say first of all it's much harder for the german to win this scenario than the Russian. I'm not saying the Germans can't win it. They can mm-hmm. win it, but they got to do things right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, Mike, uh, I point out a couple of concerns on my previous recordings that you didn't hear, you know, since you had stepped out. But, you know, if I were you, I would have been deploying like crazy. I mean, you've got to well, disperse the Russian and shots. Started and you started on. to do it later right. on, but, you know, right. <laughs> immediately on turns one and two. Mm-hmm. I didn't sense that uh, you, you had a plan to line up the 9 negative 2 with the heavy machine gun. I didn't sense that you had a strategy in mind because that's got to happen. You got to direct that nine negative two with the heavy. Get a Uh, fire group shooting up at the hill hexes. Yes, from a protected location because you know the hindrance is going to go away, and you're going to have really great with that nine nine negative two. And I didn't I didn't sense that that was part of your you were not envisioning that. I didn't sense. That northern flank thing, yes, you need to get some guys on the northern flank, but you were way on the north, and it right. just took too long. Right. And, so uh, what's a better avenue for that? I'm not sure there is one. I mean, you I had, the, you had your skirting. mortar, I mean, moving out in the open with a negative two. Is... Well, but, yeah, so so Mike went the long edge on the yeah. north, is that the north? Mm-hmm. Um, way around. And you double time, mm-hmm. and then you move, and then you yeah. double time. But it just took too damn long. Well, but if, if those... Dive bombers had hit, you know, that might be enough to knock out these three on this northern hill, right? So that, that ended up maybe it worked. Um, is there a better avenue in here? Quicker? I don't know. What else you got, Rich? Well, the only little thing on, on your end was, um, and I mentioned this on the first, you know, go around again, you didn't hear it because of the recording uh, strategy that we have, but. You, you you did I mean it didn't hurt you but you did forget one very important thing you forgot to put a commissar to take oh, the place of the eight yeah. negative one I never even thought of it and and I, and, and okay. then Mike did not exploit that he should have pounded that eight negative one and medium machine gun 
with a stack. He could have just blasted it. Even a spread and then out you fire could never board. and then you could never rally because you'd have no leader. Yeah. And no commissar, and you'd be DM all the time. Early right. on in the game, yeah. And, well, uh, is, your reinforcements are Commissar, you know, listeners, Commissar. Two, two so it's nineteen forty two? Yes, it's uh, September forty two. Never and, thought of it, yeah. And so Oh boy, that'd be tough. And he spread out so much. I mean yeah. you even look at the board now. Right. I'm he, he's shooting four plus two, four plus yeah. three. He's never going to hurt no, you with four plus twos and right. four plus threes. You got to hit him right. with twelve plus twos and twelve plus right. threes. And I think you sensed that yourself. Yes. And then you started moving, but then you started taking negative two shots. Right. And that ain't going to get you anywhere. Yeah, we went upstairs, and Mike did. You did remember that first time we yeah. took a break? You kind of said, "Well, I had something like planned, but I'm not sure I'm doing it or, or something right. like that." Right? It was the encirclement part. Uh, oh. You know, I had, I had, I, I was trying to flank you, but. We noticed that Rich mentioned that I I couldn't take those shots because I didn't have the, the line of sight, the line of fire. Yeah, the play. orchards mess up your line of sight from the third level hill down mm-hmm. below. So watch that carefully. You know the key. The key this. is you know in the beginning here, the German has got to take advantage of the fact that he can blast the Russians' key spot immediately, and the Russian can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And instead, you had like four plus threes. Right. Oh, you mean, you mean I was, around? Well, I'm sorry, well, can I clarify that? So, so you mean that, that his opening setup group, he went to encircle when he, when you're suggesting a a larger fire, fire group, group and blast right. that X five hex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially hex. since you didn't have a commissar. Yes. And and Mikey did come close to taking that. Uh, he mm. just failed moving up the hill to Y six, well, and he broke or somewhere X six. You actually got up here, didn't you? Y five. Yeah, and then I kind of went around the but hill he gave, and got your uh, yeah AA gun involved, and yeah, he came around the back to Z four, got hit. But if you had made a couple of those morale checks, he could have jumped in there. Let and me just point out to hole. the so. to the players that you yeah. had your AA one of your AA guns on board F. Yeah, we told him at the beginning. Oh, F1, you did? Okay, yeah. that, that's the one that popped up. And the N2 one never came up. Okay. Interesting. I, I, uh, I, had, uh, I had a setup for the Russian, and, and we, we rolled for sides. Yeah, what and, were you thinking is a good setup? Uh, well, I ran out of your setup was a, a lot better, but... Did you, have a mention, comma, did you have a commissar? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. But I did, I did have the AA gun in N5. Oh, interesting. Or M5. N2. Okay, right by and it. And then G1. or I had Somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had the AA gun. Similar in, placement. Right. But I was, um, in my setup, I kind of went in a perimeter around the southern hill so you couldn't put your guys. What do you mean a perimeter around the southern okay, hill? Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you. Give some hex this, numbers. Okay. I had my setup uh, 1447 and U5 with the medium. U5. Uh, 447 and yeah. X7. Okay. Uh, 447 and either AA5 or AA6. I, yep. I would have done Over probably here. AA5. So what he's saying is he's taking the perimeter. Um, we call it the crest of the second level right. hill. So he can fire right down and, uh, and push the, the German back. I squad at X3. Right? And then I had the eight one using the mortar at X X four. Right? Okay, right. So kind of like X four yeah. back here. And then and then my trenches were all were with those at, units or no, they were on the hilltop. U four V four X four and Y five. Okay, kind of like white, you know. Yeah, interesting. So by you going to the if you set up the Russians on the crest, at least it would push the Germans back, right? Some more hexes. But I, I like your your setup. 
the old hedgehog kind of thing, right? Mm. Supporting thing. And then if you had a 10-0 Commissar, there's no stopping it. Yes. Yeah, I, I would agree. This is tough. I mean, the only thing, Mike, I would do differently, I guess, concentrate the right. attack. Yeah, yeah, do make a, a attacking fire group. And for me, I, I think as a defender, when I set up, after I had set up, I realized, wait a minute, he's got Stukas coming on. Is there a way to use these woods? To make blind hexes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from each other, so we can't do mm-hmm. a strafing run. But but these are designed to drop those bombs. Yeah, and, the, and the German really has to be very, uh, you know, we've been hard on poor Mike here, but well, the, the, this is uh, it's hard for the German to win this. They got to time things right. They got to plan for the long mm-hmm. haul. They're going to have the Stukas for four or yeah. more turns. Therefore, knowing that, you know, even, even though I have, I was spread out and I, I kind of was trying to do that in flanking bit, I didn't have in to circle. really. Push it as as, as quickly, fat. right? Yeah. And I was getting, I was getting. Well, you, you can know, be spread up. out to to make him spread his firepower, but you can still be adjacent to one another to make fire groups. So when I was suggesting in the beginning that you could have had a twelve or a sixteen shot, plus uh, plus two probably it would have been with the LV hindrance on the game one. That doesn't mean they all got to be in the same hex. Mm. They could you could be, have had them all. You could have had them adjacent to each like, other, like W ten maybe. Yeah, but then you've got that that plateauing effect on the orchards and stuff. Right. Yeah, you have to get over into here around mm-hmm. V eight maybe to get that kind of. But a shot. I guess you know, assuming you would have gotten a twelve plus two on them, and that might have broken the squad. Right. You know, I mean, you ended up you ended up as I recall, you got a three. You ended up breaking with me. a four firepower shot. Yeah, it broke. It actually did end up breaking yep. the medium machine gun squad. And, of course, I had a squad in reserve in X4 ready to jump into X5 mm-hmm. to pick up the heavy weapons. So that's a really good strategy mm-hmm. for people to use who are listening. But the, I guess to win as the German, you've got to really take advantage of the Stukas, which which don't come until turn four. So you kind of got to just prepare yourself and get that medium machine mm-hmm. gun in position yeah. and get your flanking po- uh, units in position. And there's a heavy machine gun. Yes, ready to right. pounce. On, and that's hard to do. I mean, you got to orchestrate a lot. Right. It's all got to be coordinated. And I was totally uncoordinated with my attack. So I think the German oh. can win this. I don't sure. want to say they can't. Yes. But the burden is certainly on them. Yeah, I would think. Although at one point, Mike did have in his northern attack uh, squads around, you know, that I-6... J6, K7, but again, and he's up in L5. At that point, you had a nice orchestrated attack with six squads or more ready to come up that hill all together on the next turn. And I was starting to worry right there. I'm like, okay, he's going he's gonna to roll over that hill if a couple of them make but it still, in. But still, once, close once you, you know, I didn't, I didn't make any headway on no, the southern, the southern end was, of the hill. No, the southern you one's know, that, not. That was just a Right, a and I think that's what Rich front. saw. You could see the southern yeah. one's not going to fall. Mm-hmm. There's too much, and even if the even if you wiped out X5, I got troops to pop right. in there. Those twelve it's squads. It's a lot are, of reinforcements. Right. A lot of Russian reinforcements. I mean, well, some out. of them have eight morale. About half of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. good units. Yes. So six and six. So if you're going to play this one as the German, you really ought to practice. Uh, you know, thinking about your strategy you know, long in advance, mm-hmm. and it, it is a little harder. Yeah, and and if it uh, with the airplanes, I didn't get my um, my. Defensive shot at his airplane. You might have taken by. that. You, I think you forgot, perhaps. Shall we, were all, we see? We were, well, we were kind of going to we the end game. We were all excited game. about... Uh, you know, are they going to hit or not? That's right. So, here it goes. No, we got one. Nope. And you didn't get it. Dang, I missed him. You wouldn't have got him. Okay, now I can shoot at this one, right? The other... Well, no, you lost rate of fire. He lost rate of fire, and the other oh. gun's broken. Okay. But nice try. But maybe next turn. Well, you know, another thing to think about, guys, is I yeah. look at the board, and now that we've looked it over and... 
analyzed it pretty thoroughly here. I would say that another key German strategy would be to really aim. There's a hex here that looks pretty good to me. It's uh, the board 56. Mm -hmm. It's a stone building hex N7. It's about eight or nine hexes away from the level three hill that the Russians hang out on. And perhaps the Germans should really aim, and it seems like they can get there pretty safely. Down that road. Uh... Or alternatively, they could probably get there, you know, coming straight at it and just bypassing the other buildings. Oh, I, think, right. I think either way they're safe. Yep. And the key is, at the end of the day, at the end of turn three, perhaps, they should probably be able to have their 9 negative 2 liter and both the medium and the heavy machine gun in that stone building hex. Yeah, make a good fire group. And from there, they're going to be able to shoot at 12 firepower with the 9 negative 2 liter directing it at all the front line level 3 hexes, and the Russians just aren't going to be able to stand that for 12, the rest of the game. 12 even up with a rate, maybe? Probably, mm -hmm. although especially the heavy has a lot of rate. All right, if you're going to the t tournament in Chicago... We we'll want to see you guys using that one this weekend, because I hope to have this up by then. And with the rest of your German units, then, just take your time. There's no rush. The longer it goes, the sooner your Stukas will be there. Yep, yeah, right. That was my problem. I'm too in a hurry. All right, thanks for listening, and roll low. And may the dice be with you. But not against me. Bye-bye, everybody. See ya. Bye-bye. This has been a production of the Two Half Squads and is copyrighted 2009 and fully owned by its hosts. Listeners are free to use this show in a non-commercial endeavor as long as credit is given to the Two Half Squads. Like a knife to get through there, right. and you got to. Well, see that too.